0: What's going on, y'all? How y'all doing today? This welcome to the eye test. I'm Mark. I'm Sean. Hey, so I would just want to get right into it, but before we do that, I gotta ask you how you doing today, man? How does it feel now that sports is back?
1: Um, it didn't feel as glorious as I thought it would. You know what I mean? Like right now, to be honest with you, um. Scrimmages, you know, spring training baseball, you know. Let's, I'm, I'm waiting for the meat and potatoes, man.
0: I, maybe I'll be excited then. Hey, man, uh, I, I understand that train of thought, but I don't feel the same. I'm gonna just let you know now. i It's kind of interesting knowing that sports is back. Um, it's interesting to see, like a lot of stuff. Going on, it's interesting to see the fact that there's no fans understanding all that, man. It's just, yeah. it's a wild ride, man. Twenty twenty is a different type of year, and uh, you just watching it play out when you're watching your sports, it's crazy. But anyway, yeah. uh, so so on this this episode, we're going to talk about. Um, baseball contracts. We're going to talk about NBA restart, NBA players starting up, and we're also going to talk about uh, the NFL uh, restart because training camp is right around the corner. So let's just get into it, man. Uh, yeah. So like like I've said before, we don't really cover too much baseball around here. But if something big happens in baseball – We'll talk about it. And a very big deal happened in baseball. Uh, Your man, everybody's man, I guess, because he's like one of the top three players in baseball. Uh, Lukey Betts signs a 12-year deal for $365 million. Hey, yo, I got to say, man, I thought it was interesting that it was $365 million. I just thought it was kind of poetic that that was the number. Because you know, three hundred and sixty-five—that's a million dollars like, a day, man. You know what I'm saying, like a million from, dollars a day, man. And and basically, this is going to be the lifetime of his contract, and three hundred sixty-five days in a year. I just put that together in a funny way, and I just kind of laughed to myself. But anyway, man. Uh, so, Mookie Betts signs a three hundred sixty-five million dollar contract. But there's a caveat to it, and it's an interesting caveat. The fact that his money is deferred, uh, $115 million is deferred at, all the way up until he's 52 years old, just about. So that's kind of interesting in how that played out. Um, just going to give you guys a few contract details here. Huh. Actually, before I even get into the contract details, how do you feel about his contract, Sean?
1: Man, first off, i seen it. I was like, that's a lot of money. You know what I'm saying? Um, And and I understand, um, see, it's the Dodgers, and then Mookie Betts is not only a player that is great, but he has a name. He is marketable. He has all that stuff. The man, when we say talk about athletes, the man does everything, he's a professional bowler in his spare time, you know what I mean? Like, the dude is nasty, like, so, 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 like, uh, like that, I, I've seen clips of him playing football, basketball, he does everything, right? So, very marketable. Um, I do not, me personally, do I do not put him there's a gap between guy, between somebody like Mike Trout and Mookie bets.
0: but well, I mean, there's a gap between Mike Trout and everybody
1: so. yes yes I just feel like Mike Trout should be the only person making this kind of money but you know <laughs> the market's already been set with Bryce Harper and all that stuff so like this is what he should have been paid I guess you know but uh I just look at these baseball contracts and even though I know it's coming I, I get wowed every time man so that's all I felt when I looked at this but honestly the Dodgers trying to buy their way into some type of victories here to, to a World Series. Um, they've been doing this for years, paying a bunch of people. For some reason, it works for the Yankees, but it don't work for the Dodgers. Um, I don't know if this is the move that's going to help them uh, uh, get to their goal, but um, I just say congratulations to Mookie Betts.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah, man. Um <laughs> Congratulations to Mookie Betts, and like you said, there's the market seems to have been set um, in baseball because seems like that's what players are going for these days. Every player is going for like you have Bryce Harper, you have Mike Trout, um, and uh, crap, another player that signed right the same year Bryce Harper did. Seems like every player is getting these. Um, Name escapes me. It'll probably catch up to me later, but seems like everybody's going for these long-term deals. Now I don't, I don't know if it's the players that are going for these long-term deals, or if it is, in fact, the ownership that are p- for pushing these long-term deals. Um, but either way, these long-term deals are are getting signed, and it seems like that's the current market for the uh, top guys. Let me ask you, man, you, you being a Mookie Betts or a Bryce Harper or a Mike Trout, do you sign a long-term deal, or, or do you bet on your talent and just be like, nah, I'm only doing five, and then I'm going to try to get a better deal next, on the next one?
1: Man, see – now here here's the thing, man. I feel like um, okay. See, now I'm I'm old enough to remember players like Nomar Garcia Parra, who at the time, you know, in his prime when he was healthy, which was a short window. When he was healthy, he was on. People were looking at him to be on pace to be one of the greatest short uh, you know shortstops of all time. You know. So you have guys like that, like Nomar Garcia, Parra, that just got riddled with injury, and then disappeared off the face of the planet, and then yeah, whatever that last remaining contract he had from uh, Boston, that they still owed on, you know, you know they, they that got paid out, and then what, you know, the man retired right. um, very early for his career. His career got shut down quickly. So if he If somebody like him were to have the long term deal, he would have made more money in the long run. So, you got, so I would say this, me personally, I would take the long term deal, but specifically, I would try to just make sure that it's, if it's what I want as far as staying with that team, then I would want clauses in there to protect me from being traded. But that's the only thing that I would. That's the, probably the only thing that would uh, stop me from signing a long-term deal like these guys are.
0: But if you're traded, I mean, the team is just adopting your contract, correct? Right? The next that team. is true,
1: but there's a difference between getting paid three hundred and sixty-five million dollars for the and playing with the Dodgers and getting paid three hundred and sixty-five million dollars and playing for the Phillies. No disrespect, you know. So.
0: Well, um, do you want
1: the money and a chance to get a championship, or do you just want the money?
0: Well, if Mookie Betts got traded to the Phillies, that would give them a much better shot <laughs> of winning. Seeing how we already have Bryce Harper and Real Hey, team. hey, so, just, I
1: was going to say, ask Bryce Harper, how he feels about his money? He got his bag.
0: Hey, the the Nats
1: won a championship right afterwards. I, I mean, how does he feel?
0: Hey man. <laughs> Listen, we'll get to the Phillies because I have words about <laughs> a few. But, but go ahead. A few words, but not. But I do have words. Listen, mm-hmm. but I like the interesting part about this uh, about this Moogie Betts contract is that 115 million being deferred, um, basically, and that that's just it's very uncommon for something like that to happen and the last year that he gets his money is 2044 we're only in 2020 so literally 24 years from now they'll still be paying on this contract which is like that's wild to me like this here, like some details of this deal is that there is no opt out with this deal and there is no um there's no trade clauses with this deal so at any point they the Dodgers could walk away from this deal. Uh, but with that being said, they would have to pay whatever money that, that, that he's already accrued from his uh, deferral. And in his deferral, he has $8 million of his $17 million is deferred in the first five years. $10 million is deferred in 2026 and 2027 and 11 million is deferred in the last five seasons mm-hmm. um and then this all continues to say that the mo- that that deferred money is payable each July 1st from 2033 to 2044 the first 5 years of that payment being 8 million then the next two years being the ten million and the last five years being the eleven million so so it works out for the ownership I'm guessing uh to have this deferred a little bit because they don't have to pay it up front but outside of that, I don't really see the point of it I mean. So you don't have to pay it right now, but I mean, you guys are working with monopoly money anyway, so like what does it really matter like like you got i mean that basically that's uh upper echelon problems that I'll never understand, but they figured it out how to get their man, how to keep their man, but basically, this kind of keeps them from trading him with without uh opt-out or without a without a trade clause. Um because as as long as he accrues a few unless he unless he like falls off a cliff cliff next year, as long as he accrues a couple of years, they're not gonna want to pay that deferral money right away. So, and how do
1: you feel about this uh deferral? Man, okay. Yeah. Um First off, I'll say this. Um, it's a it's a contract that I think is very interesting, only because um, I know baseball owners like to. I mean, they're willing to shut out the money, but uh, and the contracts are friendly. Are, they are uh, player friendly, but this is even more player friendly than most contracts. So they're, they're like, oh, well, you know. Uh, We're in California, okay, so you're going to get taxed. You know what? We're going to lower your salary and boost your bonus so that, you know, you don't get taxed. Oh, and also,
0: you know. For those that don't know, non-California residents, as long as it's not your base salary, it's your uh, bonus money, you do not get taxed for that. Yeah. So. And Mookie Banks is not a California resident.
1: Yeah, so taking 17, seventeen seventeen point five mil and make it a salary, you know, and then giving them five mil in bonus, that's you know, that's saving them a whole lot of money on taxes. Uh now, not that's already uh, hey man, we're gonna we're gonna hook you up on this. Then they're like, Hey man, you want you want security? Man, forget all these people signing ten year contracts. We're gonna sign you a twelve year you know what I'm saying? <laughs> We're going to you know, like, like we, we, we know you're knocking on 30's door, but it don't matter. You know what I'm saying? We're going to sign you for the 12. You know what I'm saying? And then, and then, on top of that, they go, they turn around and say, you know what? You can have these deferred payments. So I'm pretty sure the way that those talks went was we'll, we'll pay you more. You want more money? Fine. We'll pay you more. We'll give you the number that you're looking for. But we'll defer, we'll have those in deferred payments. So I feel like it was a mutual thing between the two. Like, hey, well, I want my money. Well, we kind of don't want to pay you that. We don't, or we don't want to pay you that up right now. So they're like, okay, fine. You'll get your money. You cool if I just give you an IOU? <laughs> and he was like, I, I guess. That's cool, bro. So like, so they took, you know, he took it. And then, you know, so now he's the rest of the his history, money. as they say. You know what I mean? And he's like, no, 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 no. You can't just you can't just give it to me, you know, lump sum. You know what I'm saying? Sorry, I just watched Blue Streak the other day. <laughs> you can't you can't just give it to me. I gotta take it from you. But yeah, like you know, he's like, no, don't give it to me all in one lump sum, man. I want I want that for the next twelve years, you know. So after sure. I retire, you know. So I'm saying retire. I mean, we're assuming that this is gonna be the only deal that he's playing on. But but either way, yeah, he wants that to be like have a I'm retired. I want to have that money that income coming in so but but with that said this is a lot of back scratching man for a player they definitely giving it up right now and um like you said man i don't like other than other than having a backloaded contract that allows them to possibly play with a little more you know you know roster changes or it's Trying to sign other people in the current time while he's still in his prime, so that they can make a run outside. But that's just a regular backloaded contract. Right. And then you know, outside of that, like you said, they're saving a few bucks on their own personal pockets. You know, in the in the meantime, but but I don't understand how in the long term when he's not playing, it, it's a good idea. We we um. I know you're not familiar with it, but Bobby Bonilla, you know, once upon a time, you know, a great, great player, you know, nice hitter, you know, nice you glove say so. everything. He's um, – he, he, the Mets wanted to sign him, man. They wanted to sign him bad. Bad enough that they said, you know what, we're going to give you deferred payments of $1.9 million, it, it, basically until you're old and gray. If you sign with us, it might not be the bigger contract compared to where you could go, but we're going to defer and we're we, you're going to get it on the back end. And uh, the man is still getting paid now. His last payment is July 1st. Every July 1st, he gets paid and uh, he is going to get paid till 2035. Hmm. He will be 72 years old once he's collected his last check, okay? The Mets thought it was a great idea for the present, and it, it, they haven't been able to do anything. It's been, a, it's been a bugaboo since. It's been a bugaboo. So although, and, and, and that we're talking about just a little bit of money that he's going to pay. Mookie Betts, they owe him bucks, bucks. You know, $8 million here, $10 million here, $11 million here. It's not small money. So, but once again, I guess if you're playing with Monopoly money, it's all relative. But either way, I'd say great deal for Mookie Betts. I don't know how this is a good deal for the Dodgers. A little bit risky, rolling the dice. But if you really believe in that talent and you think that's your guy for the future, then then I, I guess that's what you do.
0: Honestly, if I was Mookie Betts, man, I'd be like – I'd be trying to figure out what I could do to get traded in year seven. <laughs> <laughs> You like look man i'm trying to take my money and skate you know, <laughs> <laughs> you know because but, like in the years
1: because seven, you can get that deferred money right there you yeah, know what i'm saying i get off in the year seven you know yeah,
0: in year seven he's literally going to be like so so for eight million for the first five years so that's 40 10 million for the next two so they'll all like so if he gets traded in year seven of the contract they have to pay him $60 million right there because one thing of this contract is that if he, if in fact he is traded, the deferred money becomes present money and it has to be paid immediately. So, so, so the amount that he would have accrued by that time would be $60 million, which would now have to be paid to him immediately. I would be trying to be like, yo, um, uh, I'll be talking crap about my coach. I mean, so like you yo, about, you,
1: you're gonna go full
0: AB, bro. You <laughs> yeah. Go full AB. Yeah. You know, i like, yo, my helmet. Helmet. there's something wrong with my helmet. Oh, yeah. Man. Oh. Yeah. But like, I'd yo, bat- from my fall, my feet hurt. I'd be like, yo, these bats, man. I keep getting splinters. Look, like this is trash. <laughs> <laughs> hey <laughs> Look, man. Hey. I will be, be doing every- I be doing everything, dog. Hey, I be man. like, yo, this, this Dodger too. hat is crap. I don't know who makes it. Is it Nike? They're trash. Like I be talking all types like,
1: I be talking crazy. This dude, man. This dude say so gonna go, go. full A B on year seven. Like after year seven, full A B, though. No, we take we trying to get this red escape, baby. You know what I'm saying? Operation Antonio Brown un, under effect, you know?
0: Exactly. <laughs> but, um, but speaking of the fact that you said uh, that more power to him that the Dodgers signed their guy, that they got their guy. One team that didn't – that's not getting their guy, even though they gave up a king's ransom for him, is the Philadelphia Phillies. Somehow <laughs> – I told you I was going to bring it back around. But, All right,
1: go, go for it.
0: But somehow the Philadelphia Phillies, they haven't re-signed Real Muto yet. <laughs> They're still in talks, and this is the last year on his contract. so. Potentially they're allowing they're allowing a situation where he could go out into free agency and him being the best catcher in the game doesn't seem like a smart move. And for a team that said that they're willing to play with stupid money, but yet aren't doing things that look like they're willing to play with stupid money, I do not understand. Understand excuse me, understand this at all. And maybe you could shine some light for me, man. You, you
1: um, are you familiar? Man. Um, I'm familiar enough to know this, Mark. Um, baseball free agency is uh, different than the other two major sports. Um, or out of the other three major sports, I should say. Um, it's different. Um, you get free agents in hockey. You get free agents in basketball, football, and they're coveted. And teams have to usually, like, there's always a salary cap issue. There's always a workaround, roster spots. Um, there's so much that goes into it that that really um, not only – it, it, it kind of narrows the playing field for people that actually have a chance to, to get that player. But then within that with, – within those five or six teams that are jockeying to get that player, they're all – pretty close within a window because of the cap restrictions. Um, that is not the case in baseball. Once you become a free agent in baseball, if you are the best at what you do, <laughs> uh, it, that's it. Like, if, if, I, if you are a team, like, I'm a Mariners fan. I'm going to throw this out there. I'm a Mariners fan. We do not have the money that the Yankees have. Hence why Ichiro, when he hit a certain age, and he's yeah. like, yo, I'm still good. I want money we like, well, we can't pay you. We just paid Adrian Beltre. Um So I guess, like, that's it. You just got to let them walk. You either got to let them walk. But now what you, and from what you're telling me, Phillies are saying we, we got the bread. Hey, hey, I'm holding. You're going to get your money. No, no, we willing to pay you. No, no, man, that ain't no thing, man. So, so they out here uh, balling on a budget and trying to pass that shit off as they got money is what it sounds like. Because I'm telling you, in baseball, if you have the money and you can afford the player, you offer them them contracts right away. You cannot let them get the free agency because once, once they hit the market, you see what kind of contracts they're giving out. Right. You see what kind of contracts they're giving out for talent at the highest level. If you can't compete, you better give your highest mark, uh, your highest amount of money, your highest offer right away. You can't play the back-and-forth game. You're going to lose that. To a team like the Yankees, the Red Sox, the Dodgers, the Angels. That's yeah, the way well, it works maybe, in baseball.
0: Well, maybe what the Phillies <laughs> is doing here is basically, maybe they're somehow colluding with other teams to control the market. And like, basically, they're like, oh, Real Muto's asking for this, but I know through me and my owner buddies, nobody's going to give him that. So we'll give him. The, like so, once he hits the market and sees nobody's going to give him that, he's going to take the best that we're willing to give him. Maybe something like that. Uh, and the way these owners been playing lately, I wouldn't. I would not. I wouldn't say that's not a possibility. The,
1: eh, possibility. But I'll be honest with you. Every time I see a player that shouldn't get paid the amount of money that they're asking for somebody steps out there like i said i'm a i'm a mariners fan i'm gonna go back to the Trade contract nobody wanted to pay him the money he was asking for i'm not going to say nobody there were some teams out there and you know what we did we said okay you asking for this much and kind of in competition with everybody forget it man we just gonna throw that icing on the cake and we're gonna go after you you know what i'm saying that's what that's what the mid, mid-level t- teams in baseball do. You, that's why, as a Mariners fan, <laughs> we watched A-Rod leave Seattle and go play for the Texans. That was a te- Back then, that was a 10-year, $100 million contract. Or, excuse me, 10-year, $200 million contract, okay? The Texans aren't – they don't have as much money as the Yankees. They're not as big of a team as the Dodgers. But guess what? There's always that mid-tier team. That says I don't even care if we can't pay the rest of our players. I don't care if we just make the playoffs and lose every year. The star power that this player brings really to spend that money, not the case for the for, for your guy, not the case for your guy. He's not. He's not. He doesn't have that much uh, star power.
0: No, what? Real Muto doesn't have that level.
1: always team. have to worry about those mid-level teams that but are just willing to show up. is man. the best catcher in baseball, I, and everybody knows it. That means something. That means a lot, man. If you got a, if you have a catcher, most catchers aren't good hitters because of the constant squatting. You know, you burn through your legs. You know, on you know, on defense. You know, you 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 know right. that's that's the way it works. You know, that's why it's such a big deal that Mike Piazza was hitting all the home runs he did over the length of his career and all that stuff. So if you get a catcher, that's good at being a catcher, but then he can also hit, you are a commodity. And if you are the best hitting catcher in the league, then guess what? Somebody's going to want you, man. You might not have the star power. You might not have all the other bells and whistles that comes with being a, 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 a player that gets paid a whole lot. But guess what? If he's gonna, if he's if he's going out into the market and going to come out uh, or come back from going out in the market as the uh, highest paid center, I mean, highest paid catcher in the league. Once again, you can't not let him go out there. You just can't let him go outside, man. You better lock the doors like they did. Uh, like they did. Uh, DeAndre Jordan. You better <laughs> lock that man in the house. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> the man like, is knocking can't on the leave. Door. We about to have a five player
0: conference with the coach. I-
1: Hey, I'm saying, man, you gotta lock that door, man. You could, hey, fine. Call, 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 call your bluff. You know, like, go ahead and bluff. Go ahead and bluff all the way into the moment that man looks like he' about to sign somebody. You know, give him, give him a team visit. Go to the house, take his keys, lock him in the house. You know, what I'm saying it's a proven method. It works. Um, I don't <laughs> know, man, but, <laughs> but I, I don't expect much from the Philly, from from Philly, uh, from Philly, uh teams when it comes to re-signing players, making the right personnel moves. So, I don't know why you even, I don't even know why you're holding on to that little glimmer, you know.
0: Hey, man, you just brought up several things that I want to get to. Because <laughs> I want to talk, like, yo, how about that? They did all that for DeAndre and that amounted to absolutely jack off. Like, no, that team nothing. did nothing. They had so much promise and did absolutely nothing. Like, but it fell
1: apart fast. Though we're talking about if you look three years later, Blake was gone, Chris Paul was gone,
0: Andre's <laughs> gone now. Like,
1: what are we talking about? Like, like it's just, yo, like, it's
0: wild. I mean, it was, that team had so much promise and did absolutely nothing. That's geez. insane to me.
1: But but I also thought it was crazy that they was locking that – like, they was really trying to go after him. I thought – I personally thought, yes, he probably fit better with um, – not going to say fit better, but I felt like he was a big cog, even though he was more of a role player. I felt like he was a big cog in that Clippers locker room in, in and on that Clippers team, you know, for the things that they wanted to do on the court. I felt like he would have been – uh, they wouldn't have asked him in Dallas to do anything outside of his skill set. Now, with that said, Dallas would have overpaid as well. Yeah. But, but either way, I just thought that. I mean, come that-
0: on, man. We already know who it is. Mark Cuban? Mark Cuban yeah. wanted, Mark Cuban wanted DeAndre so damn bad, dog. <laughs> Mark Cuban,
1: They said they knocked on the door. They went to the house, like like somebody. The, the Clippers came over. They locked. They said, "Don't go out nowhere." We, you got Chris Paul, you know, playing a high level of defense that he usually yeah. does. You know, he's right. at the front he, door.
0: Chris <laughs> Paul, book, Chris Paul, boy, Cliff with him. Cliff was, was saying, in the house, like nah, bro. I just, I just imagine, I just
1: imagine Chris Paul at the front door getting low with his hands up. You know what I'm saying? I just, I just imagine him locking it down. You know what I'm saying? But uh. Yeah, you know, then they then they knock on the door. I just imagine them knocking on the door because they said they knock on the door, they ring the doorbell, and then you can hear them in the back like, shh, 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 everybody quiet, that's shh, shh, the door. You know, like I, I just I don't know, man. When that shit played out, I'm telling you, the you know the picture that I had in my mind was hilarious. Man, I was laughing for days after that.
0: But now nah, the <laughs> second thing I wanted to bring up, man. So you are a 49ers fan. You are a Mariners fan you are a Seminoles fan no right? no no, no, Gators. no Gators. Gators Gators I apologize but yes. yes but you are a Gators fan and your team in basketball is who
1: I was a Sonics fan my team don't exist no more don't say thunder so you so you
0: Listen, man, I can keep me.
1: going. I'm, I'm a Penguins fan, and NCAA
0: basketball, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a North Carolina fan.
1: But, but you're not, from man. the
0: D.M.V. Like you Look, don't man. you don't like, So, so why don't you just say I hate my town? No, no, no. What I need you what I, I need I you hate my town.
1: what I need you to do before anything else is I need you to address the fact that 50% of the people from that area or Cowboys fans? Talk to those people before you talk to me. Hey man, you know what I'm saying that's what I want. Look, man, I, there's a phrase that we used to say. You know, like, do you know what the do you know what the uh the slogan is for the state of Virginia? No, nah. it's uh Virginia's for lovers. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We used to say it's for haters. You know what I'm saying? Because there's just so many haters in Virginia. You know?
0: Well, I mean, hashtag hater is your thing. thing. So, (laughs)
1: hey, man, that's when you say y'all, please use that loosely because I am not a Washington football team fan. (laughs) But but what I will say is this, man, like I I grew up and I'm seeing Redskins fans, I'm seeing Cowboys fans. (laughs) Like on Monday after they played, you would go to school and everybody either had one or the other jersey on. And I, I couldn't for the life of me figure out why there were so many Cowboys fans there. It was ridiculous. It's the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen. Half the, like, I'm not going to say half. I could list, I can name 10 people off the top of my head that I, that, that I grew up with, that are friends with, that are both Cowboys and Lakers fans. Because I guess, you know, the front running just goes all the way, well, you know.
0: listen, from what I've seen in DMV, Y'all a bunch of bandwagons. Like,
1: Look. y'all ride,
0: is, y'all a bunch of bandwagons, dog. You look, guys man. get on more bandwagons than the Oregon Trail. Like, look, I don't man. understand look, what's going first on. First man,
1: I'm really, I'm really not going to allow you to lump me in with these fools, man. And, and, and if you hear the way I talk about fans from there, like, like, bro, I grew up. Now, now you're asking me why I'm not a Redskins fan? I grew up around Redskins fans and watching them on local TV. Is that not enough of a reason to not be a Redskins fan? I'm asking. Okay, now let me get get into my fanhood, okay, my fandom real quick. All right, I'm going to make it very clear. When I got to the age where I was getting into sports, each team came about from a specific situation. My older sister, she liked the Seminoles. She liked Florida State. I thought that their rivals were the Gators. You know, it's the older sister. I just, I just want to root for the team that she don't like. It. Happened. I, 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 thought it was the Gators. If, it, if I really knew anything at five years old, I would have been a Miami Hurricanes fan. But, but you know, that's what happens when you're five. Okay. So then, <laughs> baseball. Ken Griffey Jr. But, Ken Griffey Jr. is who got me into baseball.
0: Okay.
1: And as a young black man, you can understand, you know, you know, he not only was he very nice, he was, he was uh, you know, straight out of high school, coming to the league, balling, you know, putting up numbers, smoothest swing in, in, in MLB history. But then he also has Just swag. Bases. He also has swag. You know what I'm saying? Like he was the young dude that we felt like we could, re- uh, could relate to. He didn't look like every other black baseball player, you know? So that made me a Mariners fan, you know? The Sonics, I mean, who was at that time, who was cooler? Who was more relatable to a, to a young dude growing up in, a, you know, a rough environment than Sean Kemp at that time? Like, like these, he, you know what I'm saying? He was that young dude with the swag, you know what I'm saying, that was out there dunking on people, pointing at people. All the stuff that they teach you not to do when you're playing basketball, you know. Like yeah. he was out there talking trash, you know. And then you had Gary Payton, you know. The glove, the glove was nice. You know what I'm saying? The glove. He was out there trash talking like these dudes. I felt like was cats that I've seen playing basketball out on the streets. These are, these guys were doing it in the NBA. I loved it. Seattle. That's how I became a Sonics fan, man. You know. And then. You know, because, you know, everybody was a Jordan fan. Everybody was, you know what I'm saying? But there's a lot of people that was, that love Jordan but were not Bulls fans. That's just the way it was back then. You yeah. know, so I wasn't a Bulls fan. Um, But because I wanted to be Michael Jordan, I was like, if I ever get good enough to go to college, I'm going to North Carolina. It's not even a choice. North Carolina fan, just like that. You know, it's everything is tied to something. Now – as, an, as somebody who is a military brat, living in places like San Diego, living in places like Virginia Beach at these times, there weren't any sports teams there. San Diego, the Chargers wasn't in San Diego yet. <laughs> the, uh, you know, the um, the skins we talk about, that, that's like three, four hours away this way. You know what I'm saying? It's not exactly the local team. And then you know, so just kinda of growing up in areas where there weren't any major sports teams nearby. That kinda of led to the situation where I was like, Yo, if I mess with this player, then I'm a I'm a root for that team. And I just never even after those players left or whatever and retired, I just never I never backed off of it.
0: Yeah, All right. Well I I can understand.
1: The rest that. of them cats is bandwagoners though though. They, oh, they, they, they the rest of them they, though. Rest they of them, Hey, Not me. I, I, need, I, I need a 30-year-old man that grew up in the DMV to explain to me why they a Cowboys fan. Because it wasn't like they was living in the 70s when the Cowboys was on everybody's TV. Well nah. listen, man. I know
0: I I know a DMV person who was all he was all he was all for the Wizards all wizards, all was it and then magically he was like i'm a lakers fan so <laughs> so i don't I, I don't know i might i might know
1: a, i might know that guy i don't know i might I don't you know, know. Sam, we, we might have went to the same school at some point i I don't know i might know this guy i don't know look if you're watching but, this you know who you are but, we don't condone that <laughs> to let you know like, we don't condone magically
0: that. he he's uh and then, you know, and then, and then, you know, his team being Washington football team, hater. And then, like, I heard, I heard rumblings of being a Chiefs fan recently. <laughs> and so.
1: Hey, you got to move to the next Native American team, man. You just got to, you know, it's close enough. They just so happen to win a championship. So, I mean, I guess. Like yeah. Hey, hey, whatever. <laughs> That's coincidence. That's just coincidence, man. That's all. Right, right, right. All that is, man. Like, you
0: know. But it's okay. You you inherited bandwagon tendencies. I understand. Look, man. It's okay. Look, I got it.
1: I'll I don't rock with it. none of them cats out there. Sports twice. Keep it.
0: I get it, man. You and in, you inherited Put on the record. bandwagon tendencies.
1: Put it on the record. Cool. I don't mess with none of them cats out there.
0: Oh, okay.
1: None of them team None of them cats out there. Sports wise None of them teams out there. That's a straight mm-hmm.
0: up. Okay. All right, sure. <laughs> anyway, so, <laughs> so moving on, moving on, we're going to step into the NBA, man. With the NBA, it's back, baby. We had their first scrimmage games. They looking, they out there looking good. I'm, let me ask you, yo, Have you, seen, you saw the court, right? You've seen the court. How do you feel about it?
1: Um, to be honest with you, I got a surprise answer for you. Um, I I feel the same way I felt about it last week and the week before. It's, um,
0: it's a nice gesture. It really is. It it, it is, but... No, 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 no. No, Not the, I apologize, not the Black Lives Matter stuff. But, like, the whole situation in, in general. Like, the setup. Oh. Um...
1: I mean, the hoops are there. You got a floor. Um, I mean, we really don't care about what's happening outside of that because the fans ain't there anyway. Um, the lighting seems a little off. But outside of that, like, well, I, I guess this is the I, – I guess I don't really – that's not something that I was really expecting much from. They out there. They're playing. I expected these games to look like – Pickup games
0: at a big gym yeah well here's my yeah here's my thing about this (laughs) it looks like it's it looks like it's on a movie set that they set up to be a basketball court but that like it looks like it's on a movie set or something um which is like it's just a little off-putting to me and the fact that they're I didn't think about this until not too long ago, but the fact that they're in Orlando, but with like why wouldn't you just but like instead of spending all that extra money to do to do that, like to set up this studio or set or whatever for a basketball court, why wouldn't you just um excuse me, bus to the orlando stadium like you're in orlando already why wouldn't you just bust to the magic stadium play on the magic's court i
1: have an answer for that please do you think do you think these other owners was gonna let that like like orlando's like yeah you could use our courts but we gonna need that money you know what i'm saying like that's (laughs) you know that's how it would have worked and then the other teams (laughs) would have been like wait a minute you Orlando? Y'all paying them for their court? Oh, no, 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 no. no. They, they're not about to make extra money off of this when they ain't even got a team that's going to be there. Like, you know what I mean? Like, like nah, man. We ain't, like, I, I'm just saying. If, I'm, if The other owners was not going to have that happen to where Orlando was going to have a situation to where they was getting paid and they wasn't, you know? If they said, hey, they're going to use the stadium, but sorry, yeah, you'll get paid, but we got we to gotta split the payments to everybody else, too. Like, we're going to sell some money, but everybody's going to get paid, too. Maybe that would have worked, but no, no. Come on, man. There's no way that other teams would have been cool with it. Of course, Orlando would have been cool with it, but Orlando would have been asking for money. Like, that's just, a, that's just a money situation. That's
0: why. So you, so you think it's a greedy thing, man? You think that he's being greedy? You think people are like, nah, I don't want my greed. band to get paid over here. Not he ain't getting greed. paid, he ain't getting paid. We're going to set up this TV studio. It's not greed. It's, it's
1: business. You know what I mean? And guess what? Guess what happens when you're a team that makes a little less money than the other teams? You have a little less money for advertisement. You have a little less money for a nice facility. You have a little less. And all of these things are things that could determine whether or not this player comes to play for your team or not like mm-hmm. money matters even with the salary cap well okay i'm just maybe may maybe they should just look at it and be like it's orlando man they can have whatever money they want from this right maybe they should feel that way right but, but i can't like you can't blame them for looking at it and be like yo the bottom line is there's money out there that's being handed out and it's only going to one team. Come on, Mark. You know, you've, been, you've worked in many, many arenas, you know, many different uh, jobs. You know, there's always that one person. It's like, even though this doesn't affect me at all, I just have this little feeling that it might not be fair. So I'm bringing the whole thing down. There's always that one guy that
0: just can't sit there and keep his mouth shut. Yo, every time every time <laughs> i'm saying anything happens like this i just think of belly i think and, and yeah I bring, hey I think of belly oh
1: like it's a shit. banana mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i don't like that shit Mm-mm. Like oh. there's always that one guy you know what i'm saying there's no there's no way man it probably would have been james dolan too he was he probably would have been the one
0: He'd yeah like nah man look <laughs> nah, we ain't I would just that. let it be known anything that happens in the NFL that goes wrong, I mean not NFL NBA that goes wrong, I'm blaming James Dolan from now on. Like James Dolan is, the, <laughs> he's basically the reason why all things have been
1: bad at the NBA. Let, let me know whenever you're ready to move on to the next topic because there's an NBA topic that I did want to bring up now that you mentioned it.
0: Alright. But so, <laughs> but yeah man, one thing that – but back to the to the uh, stadium or the TV set at which the guys are playing on, I feel as though it's a little bland and, um, like, it's just the black background and the screens that just keep scrolling and saying NBA and stuff like that. But, I, I mean, I think it would be cool if they had – like, basically, during these games, they had a Zoom set up for, like, whatever team was – for the two teams that are playing. And, basically, you could like, so, basically, you can join in as a fan and and cheer for your team while the game is going on. You know what I'm saying? Like, so, basically, on the screens, we see the fans, like –
2: yeah, yeah, like, yeah.
0: you know what I'm saying, with their, like, see their banners, yeah. and then that, that brings up fan engagement, it brings up, like, it, it, now you can actually have the fan noise, because you'll have fans at home cheering, like, kind of like what the NFL did on draft night, where they was, like, they, like, tuned into to, like, all the different fans of the Seattle football teams, and people was like, yeah, for their team, or whatever like that. You know, like, kind of like that. If they did that for, during these games, I think that would be really cool if, like, they would just check in and out of different people. That would be – I think that would be dope.
1: hmm
0: Like – Yeah,
1: that – that's, that's a good idea, man. But this is a thing. That's just, that's just more – that's just more of a indictment on the NBA for how ill-prepared they have been for this whole setup. Well –
0: yeah but i'm not going to put that on i'm not going to put that on them for not having an idea because not everybody's gonna think like me not not everybody's a genius i mean i'm a genius so like i mean not everybody's going to have genius ideas like my genius ideas you feel me like
1: here we go you man. put that on go. them
0: for not having genius ideas
1: here we here we go you we're, we're talking about and i'm gonna, i'm gonna shut that down right now because we're talking about <laughs> We're talking about a league that literally, if you get the NBA pass, you can watch your team's home games and you can pick a seat from the stands that you that you want your viewpoint to be from. This is the same league that has that already in place and it's been in place for like almost 10 years. You telling me they can't you telling me they can't figure out how to add a, a fan element to this? Come
0: on, man. Hey, they're out here playing,
1: bro. They're out here playing. Listen. No, <laughs> they're no. out here playing,
0: man. <laughs> Listen, I, I think you just underestimating my genius. I'm thinking on – I'm thinking in three-dimensional chess, and they're playing checkers. What can I say,
1: though? <laughs> <laughs> Stop,
0: man. Stop. I, you know what, man?
1: I don't even know if I should even dignify that shit with a response or even continue this shit, man. Look, if you think you're a genius, that's great. You know what? Uh, maybe, you should, maybe you should be working for the NBA. Why don't you put in an application or something?
0: Hey man, I don't. I'm, I'm too busy doing this, man. I'm too busy doing this. Oh, okay. See, you know what?
1: Thank you, thank you for blessing this show with your presence, man. It's a see? genius in your see creativity. My I appreciate it, man. See
0: my love.
1: All
0: right. You know,
1: I got like you. Love it. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, if that wasn't, like, the most underhanded beloved I've ever gotten in my life. Yo, but that's cool, though. You know, that's cool. (laughs) Hey,
0: but, uh, nah, but, man, first couple of games been played on the scrimmage floor. And I got to be honest, man, these players look great, man. These players look like they – I mean, obviously, the idea that they would look like amateurs on the court was laughable to begin with. I mean, these – are professional NBA players, <laughs> but it, but like people are like oh they're locked in the house this that and the third blah 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 like last time I checked these guys got millions of dollars man if they don't find a a gym that they can pay for and like come on man like no look, I look. don't believe all that I did look. I didn't believe all that then <laughs> but like these players look good man You talk about, let me just say something real quick, man. they at home, Nate,
1: I'm going to assume that every NBA player has a basketball hoop or a basketball court at their house somewhere, whether whether it's indoor or outdoors. Yo, man, like how many times have you heard stories of people back in the day running scrimmages? I'm saying back in the day, like it was that long ago. But people running scrimmages at Jordan's house or people running scrimmages at this person's house or that person's house, man. Like, come on, man. You think, Like, as, a, as somebody that played a lot of basketball when I was younger, like, dog, I used to walk up and down the street with my basketball. I used to take this shit everywhere and be like, yo, like, hey, man, we just coming over there to play video games. Cool. I get my basketball. I dribble around. You know what I mean? Like, yo, these cats are basketball fiends. They have a court at home. That's all they've been doing. They've been waiting to get back because they got told they're coming back. Dog, There's no way that I would have believed for a second that dudes would have been super rusty.
0: Yeah, man. I don't know, but apparently that's that was the case because uh, one, Markell uh it was not in basketball shape and was not joining his current team, the Orlando Magic, in the bubble right away or for the scrimmage games because he, the word is that he just wasn't ready. And hey, man, a lot has been. You know why
1: I'm making my faces, but yeah, go ahead, man. A lot has this been attributed.
0: A lot has been attributed to that guy, man. I don't like. I don't know what's going on, but he was a first overall pick. Um, like the the number one overall pick, and he's probably at. At present, the biggest bust since Jamarcus Russell. Um, so, I don't, I do not understand uh, what's going on with them. Why is there an issue? But
1: I honestly think it's just a situation. Um, I don't even think it's an unfamiliar situation, man. I think him and Eli Apple have the same problem.
2: <laughs>
1: they, 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 their moms is. A little bit off they rocker they're a little bit too involved in their kids adult lives and too involved in their kids career decisions and and all that stuff man this is like they are a picture of what goes wrong when you're too involved in your kid's life like that's maybe I'm crazy maybe I'm trying to simplify it too much but um, that's that's just my take on the whole Marco Fultz thing. Is I uh, just see it as another Eli Apple situation. Uh,
0: so you blaming his mom?
1: Yes, to be very clear, yes, yes. It, it, it's a partially his mom, but then he's also a grown ass man. You know what I'm saying? You gotta tell Yo, mom. Black dude, mothers, sometimes-
0: black women are so unprotected in this country, fam. And you Ooh. just you just another individual. piling man. Them.
1: Look, man. Guess what? Sometimes you got to stand up, look into the crowd over there in Cleveland, and tell your mom, sit your ass down. You know what I'm saying? You've seen LeBron do it. Told her to sit her ass down. They still they still love each other. They still fine. I'm sure he had to pay for that comment when he got home. You yeah. know what I'm saying? After the game, but.
0: Yo, yeah, I will cash app you $20 right now. If you call your mother, tell her sit her ass down. Zero contact.
1: First off. I don't know what I did to you that makes you feel like you want me to leave this earth. Okay. Whatever I did to you, Mark, I apologize. Um, but yeah, um, yeah, that's not, that's a no go, man. Um, she lives in Oklahoma. I'm in, I'm in Las Vegas. I'm in Nevada. Um, she's close enough to catch a flight really quickly. You know what I'm saying? She's close enough to drive here as well. She knows my address. Um, yeah, uh, no, that's a no go, man. I, I won't be doing that. But I will say this, in context, if I ever felt like I needed to say that, <laughs> one of two things have to happen. Either I gotta say it, embrace myself for what happens afterwards. Or I gotta say, Ma, you know, you know what, you're just not gonna be over at the house no more. You're not coming to the scrimmages no more. You're not coming into the games no more, you know what? You're no longer going to be making decisions in my life. Like, that's just that's just what it's okay. You don't want to get your head knocked off. That's cool. Nobody wants to get their head knocked off by their moms. But I'm sure there's a respectful way that Markel Folk could <laughs> tell his mom, like, yo, like, you know what I'm saying? Maybe, maybe this time, you know, I, I can make the decision for my basketball career. You know what I'm saying?
0: <laughs> maybe this time. <laughs> you know what I'm
1: saying? like like red talking to debo i mean cuz i thought that you know i could you know this time i'd take the butt.
0: <laughs> just like his you know good like are going to keep it at miles.
1: yeah yeah you know what i'm saying you got to i mean i i imagine he would be stuttering like that you know so <laughs> <laughs> but yeah i don't know man you got okay. to you got to be a man you know look at look at um look at lonzo man lonzo stepped up to uh to levar you know what i'm saying why can't mark truffles uh, step
0: up to his mom you know yeah, okay. Tell oh, her to back off. Hey man, LeVar is all talk, and we've been through that. So,
1: so that. Hey that, man, I, that I, I did see him post up Marcellus Wiley and dunk on him, yo. I did see that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, so what? <laughs> <laughs> so, so what? <laughs> so,
1: so what? <laughs> so, so what? Oh, what? So what? I guess. I mean, uh, I guess. Yes, valid point.
0: Valid point. All right. But with that being said, the players that are actually in the bubble and are actually playing, they're looking great. In fact, one Ben Simmons took not one, but two threes, two threes, hitting and hitting one of them. I mean, and he looked good doing it, man. So finally he's making good on the promise to start shooting from the outside a little bit more. Um, I mean, they were already running away with the game against Memphis up until like the late uh, third or fourth quarter. and But, I mean, they were playing with a 29-point lead, so it was just pretty much like uh, they were messing around for the rest of it, and it's a scrimmage game. But yeah. so with that in context, I would have liked to see Ben shoot a little bit more because it's not he like, ain't got
1: nothing to lose That's yeah he like it was, he was playing
0: with a massive lead, but the fact yeah. that he shot it all was great. Um, unfortunately though, I still have no idea what this starting five is really going to look like. Joel and Lee didn't play much uh, I don't know man, like look man I, this <laughs>
1: look I, I'm gonna say this I'm upset, man I'm upset because <laughs> we just gave you just gave your boy you know, double B, I'm just calling him double B, you know what I'm saying, Brett Brown. You know, get your boys some credit for talking about moving them and pushing them to power forward, and then what happens? This nonsense happens, Mark. You mean to tell me that you sit there and play point guard for, for, for what, four years? Four, let's just say four years. Three. Four years he played point guard, you know what I mean? And this dude decides to shoot two three-pointers, maybe I'm exaggerating, but he shoots like two three-pointers over that time. Mm-hmm. They move him to they move him to power forward and, and he all of a sudden he wants to be a stretch forward. Now he wanna shoot. It, it, would, be, it, it would be way more beneficial if he was taking these shots at point guard. That's a, you know, the whole the whole reason why they're moving you to power forward is because you won't shoot. Now you want to shoot. No, okay, maybe but, I'm maybe I'm a little bit more upset
0: about this than I should be. Well, I well I've just come to expect less from the Sixers in general, but I he he should have been moved to four in year two. He should have been moved to four in year two. He's Definitely. it's not like like the only difference between like even from the four spot he can run the offense like yes that, like lebron has shown that i don't have to be the point guard to run the offense from from any position like i can run the i can run the offense from power man field.
1: i've seen i seen jokic run the offense like we, we, it doesn't it doesn't matter at this point in basketball right especially when you when you're surrounded by shooters yeah like it doesn't that doesn't matter
0: like like that is the true definition of positionless basketball, like when it comes to role assignments. Not necessarily like, but he should have always been at power forward. Like he's six foot ten. Like like, <laughs> like what are you doing? Well like, he played power forward in college. Yeah. Like the mismatch like the mismatch that you think you're getting at point. Like you saw in year one, you're not getting that mismatch because all they're doing is putting a power – all they're doing is switching on him and forcing him to pass because he wouldn't shoot. So you're not getting that mismatch that you thought you would get when he was at point. But at least at power forward, the mismatch that you're getting is that he is he is fast – he's a lot faster than – Not 90%. even close. Than ninety percent yeah. of the power forwards in the league,
1: like so, I, man, I I venture to say hundred percent, but but
0: yes, he, I was he just shooting people bail. Like okay, I, okay, fine, yeah, yeah, we go with that. Yeah, <laughs> I, was, I was just shooting people bail. but uh, like, but he is a lot faster than just about every other power forward in the league. So with him at four, you're getting that benefit of his agility, his speed, his natural athleticism that is what you're taking advantage of with him at four versus him at point trying to take advantage of his size and strength against point guards where he's playing on the outside that really doesn't play as much as a factor where, but but out of the four, like his speed, his agility, his way to move around what power forward is keeping up with that you could switch a point you could switch a point or a shooting guard on him but he's just going to body them and do whatever he needs to do i think he i think the potential is greater for him to be at forward than anything else and if, and so what he's not bringing the ball up court that's even better because now he now he can be set for a fast break or now he can be set for yeah. Uh, somewhere else. And when you get into the half-court offense, you put the ball in his hands, and you know he knows how to properly distribute it to every other player on the court. Like, this this seemed like a move that should have been done a long time ago, but it is what it is. We are where we are now. I still don't mm-hmm. think the Sixers are going to do absolutely God-all, but hey. <laughs>
1: hey man, I do like the know- move. Hey man, they this, played, is how,
0: playing well.
1: this is how dire the situation is. I don't even know if this was in a Facebook group or somewhere along my friends list, but I saw the post, I saw a picture, or it was still photos, but then also a link to the video of him shooting those threes.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And um, I saw a comment under there that said, I don't care if he's farting bubbles while he's doing it. I just want him to keep on shooting. Okay. <laughs> The man shot, he took two three-pointers and made one. And that's the, that's the response from the Sixers fans. Like, man, all I will say is this. I have – I've already – I've always had a lot of respect for your – fan for, for the way that you handle being a fan. I'm going to tell you this now. I have a lot more respect for you. Now, after seeing some of these Philadelphia 76ers fans speak about Ben Simmons taking these two three-pointers, man. I was like, I'm expecting to watch this video and see this man knock down like three three three-pointers, man. (laughs) That's what I was expecting. And then I was like, so he took two and he made one? And this is what you guys are sharing? Like, I'm talking about, they they acting like the Sixers was on their way to a championship. I'm just like, what's going on? Man, let me tell you, they are out there eating the crumbs that's falling off the table, Mark. (laughs)
2: <laughs> I am glad
1: that you have renounced your fanhood from the '76s for the time being. Oh no, no no no
0: no 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 no!
1: No, is this permanent, Mark? Is this? Per- it's I've been a while.
0: I'm it's not gonna, been I'm not gonna, a I'm not gonna very long time. It's been a couple years. It's been years. It's been since Andrew Bynum. Like so, like what are we man, talking man. about? Like, are we? Are we? Are you really gonna sit
1: here and tell me you will never be? A, you will never be a true. 76ers fan for the rest of your life. Is that what you're saying, man?
0: Well, when they get new ownership, maybe. But see, that's that, probably, like, so maybe 10 years from now?
1: So maybe I should have been very clear when I said for the time being. It wasn't like he just decided this yesterday, and it's just like, hey, you know. But, but once again, I, I applaud you because if not, I would hate to see you looking like these cats. You know, know, cheering and cheering and throwing a party, throwing a house party every time Ben Simmons.
0: Well, I mean, you already, you already (laughs) see the type of Eagles fan that I am. Like, I will, I will talk about their flaws in a heartbeat. I will identify their flaws and I will talk about them and and scream them from the top of my lungs in a minute. Like, Mm so my fandom always, my fandom, my enjoyment of anything always recognizes the flaws within it like mm-hmm. i i do not i do not agree with the idea in order to be a fan you have to love everything about something like i hate it like i hate it when people talk about like when they talk like basically the stuff that you see about lebron james like just because you're a lebron james fan doesn't mean that this dude could step in the ring and be a heavyweight champion. Like, what the hell are we talking Man. about? Like, it's the most nonsensical thing in the world. Like, yo, like, can we step into reality? I'm always living in reality of what my team is. Like, I yeah. see, I can see what they do well, and I can see what they don't do well. Man. Fact, well, let's just... it, you know what that's called? It's called the eye test.
2: Hey,
0: you gonna trust what your eyes are
1: telling you? Exactly. The eyes are telling you that Andrew Bottom is hurt, and he's also a goon. Exactly. Don't don't put him on my team. You
0: know exactly. Like he has a busted knee, and he's a terrible human being. And like, and and he was, and maybe he was only that good because he was with Kobe Bryant, possibly. Do we have a Kobe Bryant? Don't put him on my team. <laughs> <laughs>
1: hey, hey, you know what? Uh, yeah, my eyes could tell me that, that that dude was not going to be worth the money. Man, I first off, if you look at the way – I hate to bring this back up because I know you hate this. You know, the way that he fouled, you know, say, J.J., the way that he fouled him and the way that he just nonchalant, he just kind of took his jersey off. Like, first off, man, why are you taking your jersey off like you did something, man? But, but the, if you can really look into his face, Mark, you can see that that's a man that has no motivation to be a better basketball player. Arm, or even being a
0: person. But yeah.
1: Like, when, when somebody's getting waxed like that, you know what I'm saying? You know, if you're a professional athlete, this is usually the times we see guys double down. You, you know, whether it's false confidence or the dude that, you know, wants to go up. Slap the ground, you know, like I'm about to lock up Dame Lillard, and then they get cooked. Like well, I don't care. Like I'd rather you do that than to just be like, "Yo, JJ Bray is cooking me." Now I'm gonna clothesline him, right? <laughs> and then, and then, because I don't want to play the game anymore, I'm just gonna quit and walk out into into the locker room with my shirt off. Like, like that man, I could tell you just, you just if you just watch that clip, you could be like, "This man." The man has no motivation to be a better basketball player, or like you said, or even a better human being. Like, he didn't even feel bad. He walked away. Like, you know how in the movies, you know, they, they sure. you know, the hero blows some shit up, the fire, the explosives going on in the background, they just turn it back before he even goes off, they walk off. That man clotheslined lined him and then started taking his jersey off before they even gave him the tech, man. Oh yeah. come on,
0: man. That's yeah. even crazy. when <laughs> Even when old buddy swept the leg on Daniel's son, he, he got down on the mat and kept saying, I'm sorry. because <laughs> sensei made him do it. <laughs> hey, man. Hey, the, hey, I'm just saying.
1: Like, like the last time I saw that level of a lack of compassion <laughs> was Robert Ory throwing, sl- slinging uh, Steve Nash into the uh, announcers table. I'm saying slinging. It was actually more violent than that. That man hit checked him. It was it was straight out of a playbook of hockey, man. Um, and when he did it, he just kind of stepped over him and then walked off like he didn't
0: do anything. You know and I mean, like, and Robert Ory, <laughs> yet another player that I never want anything to do with. But somehow, I have a feeling that if the Sixers had a chance, they'd be like, "Yeah, give me Robert Ory." <laughs> uh, <I'm>
2: a- <laughs> Like yeah, no, I right.
0: can't stand that team, man. Like they like this is a conversation for another day because I could talk about the draft pits. I could talk talk about how they did my man Mikel Bridges. Like we can just we can really get into it, but <laughs> no, I'm not I'm not gonna get into we it. We good, now. we good. Um but no, nah, man, that but I just wanna wrap this player thing up. Like, do you know Sean? Like, this is the thing that I said I wanted to talk to you about and ask you to remind me of. But um, do you know that we may very well see the best basketball we have ever seen from any player, ever? Do you want to know why? Do you have any idea why? Please explain to me why. Please. here's the reason. Inside this bubble – you, you can do a lot of things. You can get a lot of things. The last time I checked, one thing that's not inside this bubble is the bunny ranch. <laughs> Stop, man. That's <Stop> man. <laughs> so, and you know what they say. You, when, you're t- when fighters are traded for a fight, when players, are, when players are playing in their NFL season, A lot of the players swear by shutting it down. No sex, none Mm -hmm. of that. They they swear by it. We may very well see the best we will ever see for out of these players, because these players, yo, they have no access to the Instagram.
1: I will, okay, and this is, I'll try to say this as respectfully as possible, (laughs) So you mean to tell me there's not gonna be any groupies in there, right? So I mean, obviously they got the thing on lockdown like Alcatraz, right? That's cool, but Mark, my man couldn't get Postmates. Let's keep it a buck, Mike. Me and you both. We've been we we both been to basic training, you know, for the Air Force. Think I talk about under surveillance, heavy surveillance. People were still finding a way. To do things, people were still finding a way to eat food in the bays where we weren't even allowed to take food for the child hall. We weren't even allowed to have it on us. We was being inspected all the time. Look, man, you're right. We probably will see the best basketball, but there's always gonna be somebody. You know what I'm saying? As long as, as long as there's a look, man. We got it. We got we got Markel Fultz already having problems. I'm not saying any reasons you got you got j. r. Henny Smith, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> I, look man, I don't know, but if there's a will, there's a way that's I'll leave it at that. I don't want to get myself in trouble but yes i I guess I agree with you, man that hopefully people are focused, you know what I'm saying as long as they ain't going to these uh to these thrown parties that they're having in the bubble, I guess you know Well, hopefully. Anyway, man. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Somebody. We know one player that showed
1: up He was raving Hey, Doug. hey that man That man showed up with his shirt, shirt off You know what I'm saying <laughs> With the whistles and shit Like Terry Crews and white chicks You know that's, I mean, maybe that's the way I imagine it You know what I'm saying Like, you know I imagine if, if Dwight Howard shows up the party That fool ready to party yeah, yeah.
0: I'm pretty <laughs> sure he breaks the glow sticks wherever he goes.
1: Yeah, I'm, I, I'm sure he had them on him.
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. But uh, oh. So before we leave the NBA, you brought up, we brought up James Dolan, and how sorry mm-hmm. of a owner he is. Um, they hired Thibodeau. They just signed Thibodeau to a five-year deal. Okay, Mike Thibodeau is going to be the head coach for the Knicks. Mm-hmm. Now, what I'll say, I'll give my opinion, and I'll let you give yours, but I, I saw somebody ask the question, do you think this is a good move? And I said, Who, or do, do you think it's a good move? Do you think it's going to make a difference? Or are they just the Knicks, and the Knicks are going to do what they do? Mm-hmm. I personally said, if there's ever, like, if there's ever been a coach that was going to get the most out of a ragtag young group of throwaway players in the NBA. If there's ever going to be a coach that's going to get the most out of them, it's going to be Mike Thibodeau. Okay? He's proven it in Chicago. He's proven it in Minnesota. I don't – like, will they improve? I will be shocked if they do not improve. Will there be dissension? Yes, (laughs) Yes, <laughs> you see, you know what happens when he shows up. The weak players get weeded out immediately, you know what I'm saying? So there's going to be complaints. It's going to be the same thing, you know, but I guarantee you, there's going to be some, uh, he's, going, he's going to mold some diamonds out of coal out there. You know, you're going to see who, you know, the cream is going to rise to the top. I don't know how many players they got that are capable, but yeah. I will say this. Will they make their playoffs? No, they still need <laughs> um <laughs> Then, uh, yeah, they will not make the playoffs, but Thibodeau being on the Knicks, that seems to be like somebody actually said, okay, we just are going to accept the fact that we can't get any stars. Who can we get to coach this team? And Thibodeau was the best option, and they took him. Maybe – at least I'm hoping for Knicks fans that's what the case was. They just, maybe they just gave up on trying to get big-name players off of being the Knicks. And that's it, you know, because you know they don't do no, they don't really try to, you know, get players there. They just say, hey, where the Knicks come sign with us? So,
0: yeah,
1: yeah I, I'm, I'm curious. I actually am gonna watch some Knicks games.
0: If I will Tibbs not be, be the coach, man. I will not be. They're still the Knicks.
1: <laughs> hey, man, that's Tibbs, man. Anything Tibbs do, I'm watching. Uh,
0: I will not be. They're still the Knicks. Uh, it doesn't interest me. Nothing about them interests me. Um, but. With that said, uh yeah. That's pretty much all I have about oh, you know what? I want to talk about this very quickly. So they introduced the um the barber, the bubble barber shop. How do you think that works? And like how does one become the barber of the bubble do you think they hired like um what's the what's the John in the mall the uh haircut John in the mall uh, oh nah
1: not like not like the Supercuts yeah supercuts like, like, nah, I mean, like you think they think they
0: got a contract with supercuts or like how does how does that work or did they actually get like the type of barbers that these that these players want and, hey I
1: I'll be honest with you, man. See, this is another money opportunity here, Mark. You know what I'm saying? You're not the only genius here, man. Imagine a cutoff. You know what I'm saying? Look, man, we need barbers for the dome, for the bubble. Everybody's – because you know what probably happened, Mark. Everybody's trying to give out the IG. They got the videos posted. They're sending in their video resumes on IG, you know, mm-hmm. check me out. You know, hey, man, I cut Dwight Howard's hair. Or whatever, you know what I'm saying? Everybody got their barbers, right? So I'm sure they were jockeying for position, you know. I if I mean I would assume in my mind, the way my mind works, I'm like, yo, they probably sat him down, had him in there, had you know they blindfolded him, took him in the min- minivan, took him down to the bubble. He was like, yo, where we going? I hey, shut up, man. Just <laughs> shut up. Don't say nothing. You know they 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 basically kidnap him. They take him to the bubble. They bring him into a dark room. The lights is off. They take uh, they, they take the blindfolds off, and then you know. Turn the lights on. They sitting in front of a chair, and they got dudes lined up, and they're just like, "All right, you guys got five minutes." You know what I'm saying? Like that's <laughs> a high pressure situation. You know what I'm saying? To get them to cut it Okay, so maybe, maybe that's probably not how they did it. But Mark, you mean to tell me you wouldn't watch a TV show of uh, elimination style? <laughs> Who gets to be the barber? Who gets the cut? The bubble? Bubble? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Battle with a bubble, you know what I'm saying? I'm saying I'll watch that. I will watch that. You no,
0: know what I'm, I, I'm just really curious. Like, is it one? Is it one guy with his, Man. like, basically with his squad? Because, like, because imagine, like, I'm just speaking from the black, black, from the the black player perspective of their hair needs, uh, which I haven't had for a long time. But I'm, but like, and with their hair needs, you got, you need the guy that cuts. You need the you need um you need the person that's going to twist up this stuff, like cause you know not all yeah, players. Yeah. Some players got got the dreads thing going yeah, over. there you that, know, like, you
1: know, you go to the barber shop, they got like five dudes cutting hair, and you got the one chick in the back. You know what I'm saying? You know what the right. deal is, you know? Yeah,
0: you need you the shampoo You're gonna re the shit, you know? Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> I'm like, I'm curious. I don't like, know. I'm just curious as to how that contra worked out. I mean, that's just something that was. Work man. just running around in my mind, like, like what's going on there. So if, if, they, if so? they have a try, if they have a trials, man, I'm looking for my
1: boy Isaac from barbershop You know what I'm saying? People <laughs> doing little, you know, tricks, getting a little <laughs> eye in the back. You know what I'm saying? That's my trademark. You know, I, I don't know, man. I just assumed that it was gonna be heavy competition. Maybe you have some type of face-off or showdown. Like they really could, they really could have did this right, man. NBA, y'all dropping the ball out here. You know what I'm saying? Y'all leaving money on the table.
0: Hey, man, I don't know, man. But uh, moving on, we're going to go into football, <laughs> and we're going to talk about your hater squad, you know, you know, the team that you deny. Like – I ain't, ain't got nothing to do with me, but yeah, – look, look at you. Look at
1: you. Hey, not not a fan of the – You're going to deny him three
0: times like Peter, huh? You're going to deny him three times like Peter?
1: Hey, look, tonight I have three times like Peter? i tell you what I won't do. I won't say their name three times in the mirror with the lights off. I don't want none of them <laughs> suckers showing up to my house, yo. Dan, if Dan Snyder appears in my bedroom or my bathroom, we fighting, yo, off GP. But yeah, yeah. anyway.
0: Listen, <laughs> the Washington football team. Yeah. <clears throat> this is the funniest thing in the world. The Washington football team for this season will be going by the name of the Washington football team, because Dan Snyder, like what's not being talked about is the arrogance of Dan Snyder in this. Dan Snyder, when he said over my dead body, I will not change this football team's name. <laughs> he meant that. Like he meant yeah. that with his heart and soul because you would have thought all those years ago when they did this, when, when this originally came up, they would have, he would have been like, I'm not changing it. But just in case, let me have some names in the tuck ready to go. But nah, he said, I'm not changing it. Never gave it a second thought ever again. And come mm-hmm. to today, all the names that they could possibly or want to change their team name to are already trademarked already trademarked and taken by someone else um kind of interesting right
1: interesting man that boy man let me tell you something man dan snyder like you said i i think it says a lot about his level of arrogance this this came up i want to say um because this is when all the standing rock stuff happened in uh, uh north dakota north dakota um yeah, so we're talking, twenty seventeen.
0: Like, so you had three um, uh, years. The original, the original time when it had, when it came up. Oh no, that was. I'm not. I, that was. I'm talking like quite I, a few years ago. Well, well, no, I'm talking. I'm talking
1: about when the pressure was on. When the dude started running around finding the uh finding the uh reservations that he could bribe to pay money, donate I, money to. And then have them come out and say, yeah, yeah, we don't got a problem with the name. I think that was like 2013 or 14. So maybe it's further back. Maybe maybe it is. But yeah, like, I mean, he's, but, but he's had plenty of time, ample time. He clearly, right. like, he could, see, he could see the hot water, you know, the temperature of the water gradually rising. And as he's sitting in that pot, he's just like, won't do it, can't do it. You know what I mean? Like, like clearly, like, clearly, it's been escalating to this point. And um, sure, sure enough, you know, nothing, nothing was prepared to change the name. <clears throat> now you have a guy out there that literally said from the beginning, I'm just going to start trademarking any name that has been thrown out there for a name change. Any name that has been mentioned, he is trademarked. And that's what he did. Now once that happened, you know, now, come on, man, Daniel Snyder, You have money, right? It was your own negligence that led to the situation, your own arrogance that led to the situation. Now that somebody has a trademark for one of the names that you want to switch the team to, now it's time to pay for that arrogance. You know, that's just bottom line. You know what I'm saying? This is what arrogance gets you. Instead, what does he do, Mark? Doubles down on the arrogance. We're going by Washington football team. That see, it seems insane to me, man. It see, that whoever that dude is, is all these trademarks. He probably wants a few mil. Give him a few mil. Let him be on well, his way.
0: <laughs> according, according to CBS Sports, the person that own that currently has all the trademarks, he said he was literally just he just bought them up so that. The, so that the Washington Football Team would not be put in a situation to where they have to pay a bunch of money for, for somebody else. So it's a fan of the So he, so so basically, what he what they're saying is that he he said that he tried to reach out to the NFL and to the Washington Football Team about like what team names they could possibly want. And what he would have to do to just give it to him, he does not seek any sort of uh, restitution or anything like that for the team names he just he just wanted to do, he just wanted to take the names so that no one else could be holding the team names hostage um like I said, this is according to him. He could be saying one thing in the public, doing another thing behind closed doors. I
1: was going to say because if he's telling the truth, then the level of arrogance on <laughs> the level of arrogance on the Daniel Snyder's party is even worse because that means this dude already went out and did all the work for you, and you're still not changing the name. That's that's insane. That I I'm going to assume, you know, I'm not going to assume actually. I, I'm going to hope that this guy is lying. And he's trying to he's trying to hit these dudes and he's trying to hit Dan Snyder in the pockets. I'm I'm gonna hope that because I would I would really hate to believe that Dan Snyder, even, even at the point of no return, is still saying I. Well, uh,
0: given everything that it's funny that you say that because given everything that has come out recently about the Washington Football Team, this seems far for the course to me. Um, They are (laughs) they they clearly (laughs) don't give a crap about. Man, about who they offend, and now it's come out that they have been using their positions of power in ways of basically pimping out their cheerleaders. So,
2: this
1: is just to comment on that. Um, there was a, it was a TV show that existed back in the day. Um, it was a dollar, it was a it was a Reality TV show, showing the Dallas, cheer, Dallas uh, cheerleaders. Mm-hmm. C- yeah.
0: CMNT, C-M-T,
1: CMT, the C-M-T, country C-M-T, music C-M-T. channel. You know what I'm talking about. So, you mm-hmm. know, they had, they had a few seasons of that. And um, I remember there was an article that came out shortly after the first season where some of the girls came out and spoke about it. And the, the, I guess basically what they were saying was the Cowboys was the only team Mind you, the only team in the NFL that paid the girls uh, what they thought they should be paid
0: appropriately.
1: They're the, they yeah appropriately paid them. They're the only ones that treated them uh, as if they were worth something. I.e., other teams they were saying stuff like other teams wouldn't even like you know put them up in a good hotel in the city. You know what I'm saying like for the night, or whatever, like, they would, you know, this is, because, you know, some of these cheerleaders don't live near the teens, you know? Right. It's a, it's a weekend job, you know? It's a mm-hmm. one day a week of job, so, like, they weren't even, they would go put them in, like, the double tree down the road, you know, instead of putting them in a decent hotel, you know, they put, they end up staying the night in bad parts of town and all that stuff, but they were say there was a lot of uh, stuff that came out at that time, of course, that nobody cared about, but they were basically saying that, the low pay, you know, the low pay, the mistreatment, the disposableness that they, you know, the, the way they treat them like they're disposable,
2: mm-hmm.
1: a problem across the league. So I, 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 what I'm saying about this is I wasn't shocked when this news came out. I was a little bit kind of disgusted, you know, but I wasn't shocked. But I will say this. I know the other owners are probably telling them to nip that, get that thing under control because. They do not want them well, digging in other places.
0: Well, you know what's funny? Because uh, I I'm I agree with you there because I find it interesting that, that the NFL owners are, are allowing what Daniel Snyder is doing. Daniel Snyder, he himself, the owner of the team that's being investigated, hired the lawyer that is investigating the th- these claims and the things of the wash that the washington post has put out <laughs> like, do we not see a conflict of interest here yeah it's kind like, of a problem like how is it that like so even if the trail does lead to daniel Snyder, guess guess who's never going to find out because the very person that paid for it for the for the lawyer that's gonna doing the investigation is also the person that's being investigated. Like like come on, man. Like like this. He's essentially essentially
1: by proxy investigating himself.
0: Right. And and so (laughs) do I expect anything to come out he'd be like for him to be like, well you know, I found something against me. And <laughs> like in like, yeah. this year, I did this. Like, no, I do not. I don't, I don't expect that at all. But like some of the things that we, some of the salacious things that we heard prior to the actual post coming out, it, it mm-hmm. like we heard that, oh, this has Jay Gruden in it, this has Dan Snyder, and the Dan Snyder may have to sell the team, blah, blah, blah. And, much to my chagrin, because I was really hoping that it would have those things in it. It doesn't. It doesn't really say nothing about Jay Gruden. Didn't say nothing about David Snyder. But from what I've seen, or not, just from my impression of these individuals, I wouldn't be surprised if they were involved in these type of things. Because I just. It is what it is, man. I don't want to talk down on somebody too much that I don't know personally or that things that I can't prove. prove but I don't like that guy, Jake. Um, <laughs>
1: so I mean, you have you have reasons. You have enough reasons. You don't need to add, right. you know, reasons that are unproven. Un- so, yeah, yeah,
0: unsubstantiated <laughs> things at all. Yeah, but yeah. I don't like. I don't like him. I don't like Daniel Snyder. Um, but we'll, we'll see what, what happens from here. Um yep. Going forward, uh, further into what's going on in the NFL, we are exactly three days away from the start of training camp. Uh, 728, correct? And, yeah. and the money issue is still not finalized. Like, players are going to be reporting the camp with no idea how the opt-out is going to work, what happens if they don't complete a season, um, and what's going on with the money. Because so far, it seems like the owners are talking about how they're going to be losing revenue um, because of coronavirus, the lack of fans, and all this nonsense. And the reason why I say it's nonsense is because unless you're willing to show the books, put the books on a table and let everybody see them to say this is how we're losing money, I don't believe you're losing money. (laughs)
2: Like,
0: do you believe they're losing money, Sean? Look, man. Like, like,
1: I just I have a question. I have a question. How much money could you possibly be losing for preseason games? No, uh, you no. know what? But you know, I'm not even going to talk about that. i will just uh, we we. You talk about just straight up all together. Do are they losing I, money? Do, do, they are. I, they are. They no. Um, let me finish my sentence. Okay. <laughs> they are. The individual teams are probably losing they're definitely they're definitely losing profits. They're left the losing profits that there's going to be a certain amount of money that comes from the stadium and attend the stadium attendance that they're going to be missing out on. But you know, what they're not going to
0: You know what? They're not I'm gonna, glad you said that because that's not losing money. I'm glad you said that. You you had an expected profit because of because of TV ad revenue and and um and also in game uh revenue like in stadium revenue from ticket sales vendor sales all these different things you had you had an expected revenue stream coming in now with that so you you're not going to have the fans there you're not going to have the vending there so therefore you're not making profits off those things but there's you're not losing money. Losing money suggests that somehow these teams are going to end in a negative. Like somehow there it won't be a profit margin at all. The TV revenue that these teams make for these for whoever to show their games, like you still have your Direct TV contract. You still you still have your contract with the local channels like Fox, ABC. Whoever, like, so I don't like, so you still are making money, you're just not making as much money. And jerseys
1: are still gonna be sold, people still buying those, you know. Uh, Exactly,
0: and the fact that these owners are gonna sit here and try to be like, Well, we're losing money. No, you're not losing money, you're just not making as much money. And Mm -hmm. that, and like, so the fact that you're trying to put the onus on the players to take less money because you're not making as much money is insane. You're still going to be – the NFL is by far the number one sport in America. You're going to be making money hand over fist. Well this, well,
1: this is what I'll tell This is another thing that i even bring into the fold when you're talking about money and in, in revenue. One of the – a big chunk of stadium expenses is upkeep. A lot of it is in paying employees, the people that work there. Nobody's there. You know what I mean? They're not going to have a budget. There's not even a need to have all that. So if you're going to sit here and talk about how much money you're quote-unquote losing, then let's talk about how much money i all saving from being, like from planning out these games to the point where I know have, they haven't said officially, but, you know, whether it be very limited fans or no fans, you are saving on maintenance. You are saving on the amount of employees that you need to be present for these games. You're, you're saving on all of that. Like, that, let's, let's talk about it. Let's do, let's not just say, Oh, we are losing money because the fan, like we're not having the, the show out for the games. Let's talk about how you don't have these employees to pay. <laughs> right. Like, like, let's talk about everything that's right. involved. Like right. you said, <laughs> give
0: me a spreadsheet. Show me a spreadsheet. Let's right, talk about you got to show the books because you are exactly right. If you don't – like, how much money are you losing because you're not getting that – you're not getting that revenue uh, from people showing up to the stadium? Well, if people not showing up to the stadium, guess what, you, guess what you're not paying for? You're right, you're not paying for the employees to be in the building. And, in fact, even if you were paying for the employees to be in the building, I'll guarantee you the money that you make versus the money that, versus the money yeah. that you're shelling out to pay isn't one for one. So like, don't, yeah. so don't lie to me on that front. And then you, but one thing you're not like, so if you, if you were to be like, well, it's not the pe- our, our faculty's fault that we have the coronavirus. And if you were to do something that was benevol- uh, benevolent, hmm, is that right? Yeah, benevolent. Yeah. Um, benevolent of. Um, to but, say, uh, benevolent. 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 Thank you. If you was to do something that was benevolent to say, hey, we're going to pay everyone anyway. Um, we're going to pay our stadium employees anyway. You're still not losing money in, on that front. You're not. Hey. You don't have to. You don't have to. Uh, you don't have to resupply anything. You like. So there's so much things that. Look. Like,
1: all I know is that this this is another thing. The, the the companies out there, the big companies out there that have decided they're going to continue to pay their employees during all this stuff. They they were very loud and proud about it. I'm just gonna say I didn't hear any NFL teams come out and say that they still going to pay the employees, right? Their, you know the, the lower level, you know the janitors and all. I, I haven't heard any of that, any of those statements come out yet. So
0: not at all. I mean, but maybe but may. I'm going to shoot them bail and say maybe the only reason why we haven't heard that yet is because we don't know whether or not there will actually be fans in the stands, because that is something that they are still using on a case-by-case basis, and we probably won't know that information till the end of August.
1: But I will say this, there's a piece of information that we'll never know, whether or not they're gonna be paying these employees, regardless, it doesn't matter. Even <laughs> if even if they wasn't, they're not gonna come out and be like, "Well, we're not paying them." Like, <laughs> like you just, <laughs> like you just never, they they, you just never gonna hear about it. Man, it's just. I, yeah, so, I don't know. We'll
0: we'll probably hear about it from in
1: some shape or fashion man, because they probably they probably made the janitor sign a non disclosure. Man, they probably out here. Okay, maybe that's maybe that's just taking shots for no reason.
0: I don't know. <laughs> but, <laughs> but yeah, yeah. Man. I don't know man It's just It's going, very interesting Where we're getting In, in this sports realm With things um, Because that would be It would be a nice gesture By these teams If in fact They don't have any fans In the stands mm-hmm. And they still play All the stadium employees That It'd be a very nice gesture um, And a good I'm not expecting state. it but I'm not expecting it either, because that's just not what, like, these people didn't get to be billionaires by being, by, uh, by being, uh, I guess, the greatest well, people in the world in handing out their money. I'm not even going
1: to say it. I'll take it a step further. None of these people became NFL owners without investors. Hey, <laughs> No, none of these cats got here without investors. All of these oh, cats oh, have nope. investors.
0: No, nope, nope, investors nope. want not gonna nope. let you do that. Who Jerry Jerry Bones Jones? <laughs> he Jerry Jones does a lot on his own with his dollar, with his dime. That's why he can that, go on that. okay.
1: He is the exception, he is he is the exception, but he also, like you say, does a lot. That man said, I will, I'm will. i going to pay for this 200-foot Jumbotron screen in there. Like, You know what I'm saying? Right. Not only will he spend his own money, but he ain't tight with his wallet. Yeah. Well, I, get, I, I will give Jerry Jones credit, but the rest of these guys, they got investors, they got people they got to answer, answer to. But that's also the reason why Jerry Jones could just say stupid – not stupid things. I'm not going to say stupid. He could say things like, yo, my players, they, they ain't kneeling during the national
0: anthem. Hey, he ain't got nobody else to time in over there. It's just him. <laughs> but guess what's gonna but I I get, I bet you money <laughs> he won't dare utter those words out of his mouth this year. I bet I bet that. Did you I bet that
1: man? I gotta I gotta double check these sources, man. I, I saw an article about I bet, about, that.
0: I I, bet I'm that I'm not gonna bet that, that. that i I bet you he ain't that bold. I bet you that. know what
1: I think he'll do, he'll
0: say that shit to the behind closed doors. <laughs> I,
1: no, look no, you little bastards! No, we're you we're we're little we're bastards! <laughs> no, better we're not we're go we're out we're there and do it. Better not go out there and embarrass me. Amen. Hey, oh, but yeah. <laughs> but uh, I, I I gotta check this article because uh, there was some article I don't know how reputable it was, but it was saying that um that uh John Elway came out and said that his players ain't yeah you know, ain't nobody kneeling out there during the I, national anthem. I, have, I don't know if that's reputable. I. I can see him I'm sure that's how he feels. I just can't see him saying that. So I don't know like I don't know how reputable that is. I would be honest with you, I'll be surprised if any owners come out this year and say it. Yeah. Like uh, no, like, yeah, well, I don't know. The Texas owner, that dude wild. Wow. He might he might do it. He might do it. <laughs>
0: Nobody. Uh, He He might do it, Mark. Yeah. He might do it, Mark. He's wild simply for having Bill O'Brien still in the building. Like, hey man, hey. Nobody
1: is wild. That that owner might just do it. He
0: he might do it, but. (laughs) Yeah, man. I don't know. Um, but I I think we've covered. Oh no, no nope, and. Other NFL news, Jamal Adams finally gets his wish. He is Mm -hmm. now no longer a member of the New York Jets. He is now a member of the Seattle Seahawks. And he is only 24 years old. Uh, The Seattle Seahawks has given up a King's Ransom for Jamal Adams. So in for this to be a team that I'm still not sure what's going on with their receiver core and we still don't have any any definite um, I guess any definitive answers at running back at least not that has been seen. Yeah. Is this advised for this team? I mean they given up a first round pick for this, a first round pick and a third round pick for the this coming up draft, and a first round pick for 2022. Isn't I'll it? say this:
1: uh, this this move looks worse. Like like I'm not gonna say worse. Uh, Brett Brown looks better in the scenario of him moving. <laughs> Ben Simmons to the four this late. It look, that looks way better than this situation. You, have, you had your chance to have your defense. You had them. You let them walk. Now you want to overpay for a dude to bring in when, Get that back. when you ha- – Now, because of your um, lack of attention or caring about what happened to the defense, you're, you went and paid a bunch of people some money some people, a lot of money, and your offense went to crap, okay? So now you have an offense that has a lot of needs everywhere, everywhere except for quarterback. And now, while your offense is in need, it's like you had an epiphany, and it's like, you know what? You know what would be nice, man? It's if you had a defense, man. You know what wins championships? Defenses. Now you want to go get Jamal Adams. So, I mean, it's not even too little too late, Mark. This is just a confusing move for me. It's a confusing move because the defense, the defense showed up last year. The defense showed up, man. And they have a young defense. They have young players on their defense, man. They already have a bunch of young players. I mean, like, were, I just don't understand how shifting so many resources to get this guy, I know they haven't talked contract yet, but he was very clear on how he felt like he should be paid. So that you going to get him lets me know that not only are you willing to ship out these two first rounders and a third rounder, but you're also willing to pay him the amount that he wants. Now it it's it's a situation to where it's gonna have uh, it's going to have another effect to where they're going to pay the, all, this man all this money. They're not going to have enough money to get receivers still. They're not going to have enough money to repair the offensive line. And they're going to be strapped. So it's a, it, it, it went from signing the quarterback to too much money to where you can't have a defense to now they're going to sign him to so much money that they're not going to have enough money to fix the rest of the offense. It's just, it's like the hustling backwards. They, they they keep they keep overreacting. They keep overreacting late. Well
0: while I while I do agree with you with uh just about every point you made, uh I would be remiss to not play devil's advocate here a little bit by saying maybe just maybe this team does not value their their next two year picks given the current situation of the world seeing how just about it's the writings on the wall that there will not be a college football season this year mm-hmm. um and and who knows what's going to happen the year after so maybe they're like 2021 yeah like that's a crap shoot anyway yeah take, those, take that first and the third i don't care <laughs> or or maybe they reviewed
1: their last Four or five years of drafts, it was like, man, these are throwaway picks anyway. Hey, DK don't know was nobody's do.
0: throwaway, my guy. Although he was a Name second
1: somebody rapper. outside of DK Metcalf that they have drafted in the first three rounds that turned out to be a starter or a
0: good player on their team. Hey, you're going to have to ask somebody that's a Seattle Seahawks fan. That's not me, my brother. I'm sorry. I will tell you. <laughs> I, the, the I can tell you who it is,
1: because there's only one. Uh, he's the Griffin that has two hands. He's the only one. <laughs> I, and I, that <coughs> man, that's 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 what I'll say. You know, he he's the, and he's not even like a great. I wouldn't consider he's he's an above
0: average cornerback. Yo. I, speaking of, man, what's going on with Shaquille Griffin? Is he, like, I know he's been out there, but, like, like, was this team just – did they just pick him up as a novelty pick, as something like, look at us, look what we did? They made a or, splash? <laughs> or, or are they actually have a plan for him? Because I know the, I know the kid can play. I know, actually, he's – Old, uh, I, much older now, so I, I know that man, That man can play. I, I've seen it. I've seen it well, in college. It,
1: I'll be Uh-oh. honest with you. Okay, just from what I've seen with the way they've been moving with the defense this last season, which I say they, I, they've recently changed their defensive scheme. And I think what happened is that they drafted him, and in the same year that they drafted him, they made a defensive scheme change halfway through the year. And that new defensive scheme doesn't involve him. It, it 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 doesn't suit him, and because it doesn't suit him, but he's still a talent, they still try to find ways to get him on the field, but it doesn't work. So, okay. You know what I mean? So that's why his time has been cut, but he still makes it onto the field. But it just seems it seems as though their I mean their scheme what they've been trying to do is from what I can see is they're trying to they're trying to do things like Still do cover three on the outside, but also man up on the outside. They, they're looking to stop the run. They're one of the better teams when it comes to stopping a run. That's what they're looking to do. You know what I'm saying? And that requires linebackers that aren't undersized pass rushers.
0: But he can. It's, it's I've a, seen that boy. He's able to tackle.
1: He's I able able tackle believe you.
0: I agree with
1: you. I agree with you. But once again, because when, when I say he doesn't fit the scheme, we're talking about what a defensive coordinator looks at when they look at a piece of paper and they start looking at numbers and names and they start looking at the players as uh, equipment, basically, <laughs> instead of looking at them for the individual talents. then then this is what happens. like, Because – because the way I've always seen it, and me and you have always seen it, is like, yo, if the talent is there, you just gotta find a way to put them on the field. I don't care if your scheme says you should have a six foot one free safety that plays more coverage than tackles. If you have a Honey Badger on your team, you play him there. Like, sure. you 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 know what I mean? Like, that's the way. But not every coach is like that. Not every coordinator is like that, and we understand that. Right. I personally think whatever your scheme is, you should have a spot for him on the field to do what he does. And I do believe he's more than just a speed rusher. I do believe he's more than, than that. I I've seen him tackle. I've seen him. He, he, he was one of the, he was one of the better tacklers, you know, um, in college, you know what I'm saying? Like, right. he, you know, like, so he, so I think this is just a, this is a case of they drafted him to make a splash. It was uh, – they probably already evaluated and determined what they were going to let him do and what they weren't going to let him do, you know, beforehand. Kind of, another topic, we could get to another day, but kind of like the running back situation that we always talk about.
0: Right.
1: Well – If they draft you at a certain position, at a certain place in a draft, and, and you're getting paid a certain amount of money – it doesn't matter what your talent is. They already predetermined what they're gonna use you for and that and and sometimes you can't fight your way out of that box.
0: Yeah, unfortunately. Um and one day we will get actually to that. <laughs> but um yeah. anyway, man, I think that's all I got for today. Um, yeah. you have anything that you wanna talk yeah. about or you need to get off the nope, about sports. Want to talk about how you're a bandwagon fan anymore?
1: Or... Bandwagons, you know what I'm saying? You can check, it, you know what I'm saying? Do I got to post pics up here? Do I got to throw pictures up here?
0: Hey, man. You know
1: what I'm saying? Hey. I do, yeah, look, man. <laughs> hey, man. I ain't got to do it, you know what i will saying? I'll, I'll prove what I need to, but, you know, ain't no bandwagon over here.
0: Well, listen. Some people.
1: I mean, this is coming from a guy that ain't even a Sixers fan. I, you know what I mean? Like. You're a, Philly, you're a Philly guy. You're not a Sixers fan, but you're judging me. But well, that's cool. Now listen,
0: I, I'm glad you brought that up because I am not a Sixers fan for, for very specific reasons. Like I, like, I am a Philadelphia Eagles fan, and I am a Flyers fan, and I am a Philadelphia Philly supporter. The reason why I say Philly supporter is because I do not follow baseball closely enough to call myself a fan. But when it comes to baseball, if I'm picking a team, I'm picking the hometown. That's just what it is. Now, I am not a Sixers fan, like I said, for Andrew Bynum. The way that they did the whole um, – what was it? Uh, The process. Um, And not necessarily the process itself, but the process – also while still taking top dollar from the everyday person knowing that they're tanking their butt off. Um, and and um, oh Mikel Bridges recently, which just reaffirms why I don't like them. Brett Brown still being there reaffirms why yeah. I don't like yeah. them. Um, um, let well, me stick I could keep going, man. I know you could, but this is what
1: I want. This is the question that I pose to you, man. As, as a military brat that lived in a lot of places growing up, okay? As I spent seven years, seven years in the DMV area.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I have spent 10 years, excuse me, 11 years in Vegas, Okay. You know, I want you to tell me which teams I'm supposed to be a fan of.
0: Listen, coming from a guy that has spent most of his life in Philly. Listen, you are an adult now, so where you lived, where you lived in your adult life, I need to know the rules of this. Should have no bearing on on your fandom. So Tupac shouldn't be claiming L.A. though. No, he shouldn't.
1: Exhibits shouldn't be in L.A. Luda ain't from Atlanta.
0: Luda is just about He's from, from Chicago. A... You know
1: what, you know what, Mark? You know what, know what you know what, I'm just <laughs> saying. I'm just trying to understand. I just want to know the rules to this. You know what I'm saying? Listen. If you're condemning me, there's a whole lot Listen. of people you got to condemn.
0: No, because I could, I, when it comes to Luda, I could give him Atlanta because Atlanta radio, that's where he was fa- and that's where he was found. That's where his fame came from. That's what made him who he is. So, feel free to claim Atlanta because that's what made you who you are. Exhibit. Same situation. But, and so, now, Tupac, like I said, that's that's a totally different case. Where was I, Tupac?
1: Uh, I was going to say, where was he living when he made that first
0: album? Was, I don't yep, like, yep. no. but, know. I'm but, like, I'm not getting into a sensitive subject like that because somebody might That's disagree fine. and have a problem. That's fine. That's fine. <laughs> fine, but you. But, but what I'm saying but is, when it comes to I, I did, when it comes to you, you were a grown man when you lived in Las. No,
1: you, but, but, but this is positive. my this is my question though. This is my question. Yeah. So when friend. I became a fan, when I became a fan, it was early at a, at a young elementary school age. I did not live in a stationary place until I, was, until I was 12 years old. I did not live in the DMV area until I was 12 years old. So okay. all the teams that I was a fan of before, I should have just abandoned them, and I should have just went with those teams right there. Huh? Yes. <laughs> Yes, I feel I, so. So no loyalty to them to my actual original. Sean, piece. who's my college football? Team? No
0: loyalty, huh? Who's my who's my college football team?
1: Ohio State. Why is that? You spent some time living over there in Ohio.
0: Okay, I, I spent okay. some time. I spent some time living there. I got became affectionate to that particular space. Like I was like, all right, cool. But you went like, Philly now. Yeah. So huh? So, but you are in Philly now? Yes, I. But I'm also from. But you Philly. was in Philly before. Yeah. So, so who was your team I, before Ohio State? I I still support Penn State. I still support Temple. Oh, but so you Ohio got State two favorites. Okay. Look, man. I'm just telling. No, did I say I have? You, no, you no. Did I say ha- did I say have multiple favorites or <laughs> did I say I support? See, I use I use very specific wording. Sir.
1: <laughs> yeah. You. you only you
0: out have here one dodging, favorite. You know what I'm saying? I so only have one favorite. And you know that's what I saying,
1: Patches Pat old hula hand out here. You know, dog, <laughs> hey, dive, duck, and dodge. Doug. You know last time I saying?
0: checked I was a bullets, man. Last time I checked, I was an aircraft mechanic. So I've been dodging wrenches most of my life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you <laughs> Hey,
1: that's a good one. That's a good one. Yeah, you know. <laughs> I i just say it. What you was doing out here, masterful. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> hey, you 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 uh you're the big, you're the big that's light on his toes, agile, you know. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I told
0: you, I told you before, I'm a genius, right? All right.
1: Yeah, here we go. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, you know what I'm saying? hey, that's some good, that's some good toe tapping and dancing around some some questions, man. That was good, man. I, I couldn't, I couldn't quite trap you like I wanted to. I right, give you yeah.
0: that. <laughs> right, here you go, man. All right, y'all. That's all I got for the night. Yeah. So. With that being said, have a good night. Wear your mask. Right then.
1: Peace. Yep. Later.